Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Today's episode talks about grief and panic-like symptoms. So if you're not up for that today, go ahead and skip this one. And hey, take care of yourself, okay? I've experienced this sort of grief too, but the writer of the article that today's episode is based on, Carrie, she spoke to the emotion viscerally. She wrote that on a recent gray, drizzly afternoon, she found herself with a McMansion-sized case of cabin fever and a hankering for the wind in her hair regardless of the weather. Coronavirus be darned. So she laced up her boots, snapped on her fanny pack containing pandemic essentials, grabbed her raincoat, and hightailed it to a nearby state park. Moving blissfully through the misty rain on a trail she'd hiked a thousand times, she felt high on the sweet endorphin rush of well-being and at one with the world. Where the trail met the lake, a man was squatted on the shore fishing. And as she put on her face mask to say a muffled hello, the sun peeked out, dappling the water with sparkles of light that glinted off the side of his rusty bobbing bait pail, which she noticed was emblazoned with the fading words, Old Pal Minnow Bucket. And that's when, out of nowhere, it hit. A roaring freight train of abject sadness crashed into her, leaving her vibrating with heartache, loneliness, and a cavernous sense of loss. She couldn't breathe. She couldn't think. The landscape around her had morphed into a cacophonous blur. She sat down against a tree and bawled, feeling utterly suffocated, deflated. It took about 30 minutes that felt more like an eternity, but the amplified sensations subsided leaving her mentally agitated, physically drained, and spiritually bone dry. What was it that had temporarily knocked her off her feet? Carrie had been blindsided with what's known as a stug, a sudden or subsequent temporary upsurge of grief. So what is a stug? We spoke with Laura Silverman, licensed clinical social worker and owner of Sweetgrass Integrative Counseling and Therapy in Atlanta, Georgia. She said, a stug is essentially an overwhelming and almost incapacitating feeling of grief that comes out of nowhere. It can occur at any time, including many years after a loss, but it's most experienced during the first year of grief. Dr. Therese Rando, a psychotherapist and grief counselor, coined the term stug in the early 1990s. Rando likened the stug experience after the death of a loved one to waves coming in and out from the ocean. Occasionally, a tsunami comes along and rips our feet out from under us. Silverman shares from her own experience. She said, Five years after the loss of my mother, I found myself sitting on my staircase one night, sobbing, convinced that I had forgotten to say goodbye to my mother. My husband and son had to remind me that I was with her at the end, planned the funeral, and did her eulogy. It took several minutes for me to calm down and to recall the events. She continued, The problem with a stug is that when we're experiencing one, it feels like it's all there is, that it will never end. And in that sense, it's very scary. A stug can also leave us feeling completely alone because it's extremely hard to describe to another person how we're feeling. Because a grief attack tends to come out of the blue and is so consuming, it appears to be disproportionate to what's happening at the moment. This can leave people around us baffled and unable to help. Stug is often accompanied with feelings of confusion, loneliness, deep sadness, regret, and more. It's often experienced as sobbing, numbness, inability to think, and physical pain. It comes with such strength that people often describe it as hitting a wall or having a boulder land on them. 
some have described feeling like they're not themselves during a stug, leaving them feeling untethered from everything they understand about themselves, about their world, and even about their relationship to God or the universe. A stug is profoundly linked to the connection or relationship we shared with our deceased loved one. So the annual cycle of birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, and even the change of seasons may magnify our grief. Likewise, retirement, graduations, the birth of a child, weddings, events where our loved one is profoundly absent. These may activate painful emotions. Less predictably, our senses may be ignited out of seemingly thin air by a particular song, scent, food, or film that we associate with a loved one. In the case of the author, Carrie, she was stugged on a random day in the middle of the woods by an old minnow bucket, exactly like the one her father, who had died 14 years previous, possessed that she and her brother, who had died 18 months previous, used to play with as kids. Silverman said, Nothing happens in a vacuum. The nature of the relationship we had with the person we're grieving, the nature of their death, and how we were taught to express our feelings all impact our grief experience. All of this combines to create a painful stew of longing, shame, guilt, loneliness, and heartbreak. So a stug may be driven by many layers of unresolved issues with our loved one. It may be driven by feelings of helplessness at being able to prevent their death or suffering. It can be the result of pent-up emotions that had no place to go. Our emotions create physical reactions in our bodies. Our, Our brains and bodies are not separate entities. So as with any powerful burst of emotion, experiencing a stug can be physically exhausting. And Silverman emphasized that it's important to take care of your physical self by finding a quiet place to take a break, drinking water, and focusing on breathing. She explained that once calm, some people find it helpful to talk or just sit with someone. And for others, it helps to stay solitary, but engage with something that feels pleasant in some way. She said, that can be as simple as looking at the blue sky, listening to the wind in the trees, or drinking a cup of warm tea. As unpleasant as a stug is, it's important to note that it is temporary. It will pass, even though it can feel like it's going to go on forever. The fact that you've had a stug doesn't necessarily mean that it will recur. What it does mean is that you had one, got through it, and now know you can handle it if it happens again. We live in disquieting times on many fronts, as millions of people in communities across the globe are coping with a multitude of threadbare emotions, including grief. Silverman says that it can help to keep that collective experience in mind as a sense of connection and commonality. She said, we're not alone. We're connected to every other soul on the planet, and none of us has lived our lives without experiencing grief and handling hard stuff. If you're listening to this, you made it through. So you can do hard. You, we, can get through hard times and this moment in history together. Today's episode was written by Carrie Tatro and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 